Hello and welcome to ROE 17 Pod. My name is Mark Jontry and I'm the Regional Superintendent of Schools for ROE 17. Today on the pod, our guest is Tara Graves, the Director for Livingston Area Career Center. Today, Tara is going to talk to us about her work at the LACC and the opportunities that the center provides to the students that they serve. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Could you explain for our listeners who might be unfamiliar with the Livingston Area Career Center what it is and and what its role is? Of course. Um, So we are a um, tuition-based school that serves six public high schools and two private schools in mostly Livingston County. We touch a little bit outside of there, um, juniors and seniors in high school um, that are trying to figure out what they want to do is really what our goal is. Um, Some sophomores, based on teacher recommendation, those are more so the kids that might have some experience in the past. Um, But like I said, we're just trying to help them figure out what they do or maybe what they don't want to do which is sometimes a bigger lesson so how do they get exposed to LACC programs like how many do you have and and how does that awareness come about for those students to to even know Mm -hmm. that LACC is possibly an option while they're in high school We try to do a couple different things. Um, So as freshmen in the county, they actually are all invited to a career fair. So all freshmen in the county are invited. Um, We have all of our 15 programs and then business partners and technical schools and post post-secondary will all join us and then the freshmen all walk through and do a hands-on activity. So if they they get to test out welding and if they are brave enough and want to try it they can actually weld that day they can go into a welding booth and try it out if they're interested in emt or fire we'll have our program there but then we also will have um, the pontiac fire department and the ems there so they try to we try to show them that tie between um, our programs and the business partners as freshmen Um, so that's we've we've really done some research over the pre-COVID really, um, did they end up in a career center class as a junior or senior because they kind of saw it as a freshman? Um, we found out about 75% of them did. So that was nice to know that that's actually generating that. And then as sophomores, we do sophomore tours for all of our okay. schools. So we're actually in the process of doing that. Two of the schools have done it already. The rest of them will in November where the sophomores come into the building and walk through the building. So what we're trying to do is kind of freshman level, introduce them, sophomore level, let them see it. Um, so then our applications will open up soon, and we work with our area guidance counselors to help them choose classes to get started. How, what part of their day do students spend at LACC? Are they there all day? Are they there half a day? What does that look like for the typical student? So we are five days a week, 90 minutes a day. Um, we have three sections that meet, but many of our schools bus in first thing in the morning because they do have to have room built in their schedule in order to fit our classes in. So when I talk to the freshmen and sophomores, one of the biggest things I say is pass your classes as a freshman or a sophomore. So then you have an opportunity later on in your schedule to try out some of those because we are a double block. Um, So for a school that traditionally runs a 45 minute class we run 90 minutes um, and that's because if you're building a house you know it's it's not even long enough for the instructor but at least gives us a little bit more time because we are um, 90 minutes a day they will earn a full credit for the year so it does help them for some of those kids you know they're earning a credit in something that they enjoy and building those skills while they're doing it what are some of your most popular or biggest uh, programs that you offer relative to enrollment in that 
Well, we are actually busting at the seams. So if I had a wish right now, it would be bigger space. Right now, our welding and automotive programs are probably two of our very biggest. We have a wait list most years, the last couple mm. years for those programs. Um, CNA is always one because you can get your certification for free while you're in high school, plus earn dual credit. So, I mean, it's a great opportunity. It fluctuates from year to year. Criminal justice used to be one of our biggest classes. It's fluctuated a little bit, so you can kind of sometimes see what's going on socially by our enrollments. That's what building trades is back running really strong. I have three sections, lots of kids in that, but when the housing market crashed, that class also really took a hit. But those trades, I think everyone's realizing we need people to build our homes and fix our cars. And so those trades- build our cars. Yes, yeah. No, that's great. You talked about bursting at the seams. Are there, is expansion or something, obviously you might entertain if you had the space, but would it be more courses or more opportunities of the same courses? Are there courses you currently can't offer that a a bigger space might allow you to to provide both (laughs) so if i had more space we could probably we really do with just another an auto shop a bigger welding shop because our welding shop we've done a lot of work on ventilation is a thousand times better now than it was a year ago it's just having welding booths and having space having room for cars and engines so we could really use another shop for each one of those but there are programs out there that i think we really need within our within our county hvac is one electrical those trades people People are there's there's a workforce that's all getting ready to retire and if we don't start building that workforce it we're gonna all be in dire straits and actually we're all gonna just pay an exorbitant amount for all of those services, all those, services. A, those are two HVAC and, and electrical are two that I think we could really um, we do have some reach out recently for this with a the solar there's a lot of solar okay. interest so that's one it's just once they put in those solar farms are there going to be jobs later or is it just maintenance so those are some things we try to weigh when we're looking at new programs when people might hear you know the old career center can you kind of compare and contrast what career center was when you you and I were mm-hmm. maybe in high school as opposed to what a career center really looks like these days I can and I would invite anybody to come in and see because it's changed so much we were called a vocational center years ago there was the name change and I still have people who went to the vocational center will say (laughs) back in my day it was LAVC it's completely different what we're trying to do is give students opportunities that they can take down whatever path they want regardless of when that is so I think before it was kind of viewed as for students that didn't want to go to college this is the route you take. And that is sometimes true. I always say to people, I don't like when people say I'm just going to the workforce because there should be no just in that. They're right. making, we have welders coming out making $50,000, $60,000 a year at 19 years old. But now it's our engineering students, many of them will go on to school. They're figuring out in high school what they want to do if they if they want to utilize those skills they're learning with us. Our CNA program is a perfect example. They may go and be a CNA and that's where their skill set is and where their passion is and that's what they'll do for a long time, but they might take that as a prerequisite to get into a nursing program. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not one pathway is right for everyone and that's what I feel like we try to offer skills certifications dual credit but the tie to business in those contexts so that we can expose them to what all is out there 
because I know when I was their age, I had no idea what I was going to do. Or you only know what's in your what you hear in your life, in your home, in your community. So if you're only exposed to doctor, nurse, policeman, fireman, yeah. our job really is to expose them to what else is out there for them. That's that's excellent. You reference business businesses. Can you talk about some of the partnerships you have and how important it is for those partnerships with local businesses? Most definitely. We are incredibly fortunate. I say it to anyone who will listen. We have so much business support within our area across the county. We have businesses partner with us from anything from career fair that I talked about to senior interviews, which we hold every student that attends the career center. They learn how to write a resume and a, and practice interviewing and then we bring business partner you are one of them in education that come in and the students go through a mock interview for 30 minutes um, it's a great way for them to get it before they go out to a job we have over 50 business partners that help us with that day same with career fair um, we have over 200 guest speakers a year usually that come in and oh, talk wow. to students about different careers and schools and occupations job shadow experiences, internships, those are all only, we're only able to do them because of businesses. So we have a lot of support. The last two years we've had a signing day at the end of the year, kind of like you do for athletics, but we do it for our students going into full-time employment. That has grown. It doubled in employers last year compared to the year before. And those are students that are getting, you know, 30 plus thousand dollars a year plus full benefits so those business partners are really coming in and meeting with those students and and getting to know them and some of those opportunities internships and things like that allow them to meet those kids and see is this going to be a good fit for both the student and the business partner that's great so as you reflect on what you've been doing it the LACC during your time. What are you most proud of as you look at it to this point? It's funny when I read this question, I was kind of trying to think, oh my gosh, I could talk obviously about the Career Center. I, I am very fortunate. This is my 14th year. Um, I love what I do. Um, so that's a really hard one, but we partnered with the workforce um, development and we took some guidance counselors and administrators on a tour. And there happened to be a couple different times there was the one of the sites that was a dad of a student that we currently have and he's like oh my gosh my son loves what he's doing we would love to get the class out for a tour and then we went to another business and it was another parent that said oh I think you know my son and by the third business one of the one of the other people on the tour turned to me and said hey do you remember my son he was in one of our classes he's doing so great it was the best thing for him. He figured out what he wanted to do. I think that's when you realize that's why that's why I do this. I have a great, great staff. They are all they put in so much time without asking for anything in return. So that's what it is. It's it's helping them figure out what they want to do and that getting them to the next step. They may change their plan four times, but have it we all at some point um or and that's the, part of the growth it's i mean that's so much. part of figuring out what you want to do right yeah or what you don't want to do it's also most, um is it every bit it's important i had a mom stop me and and her daughter took cna and she went out on the clinical floor and she came back off the bus and she's like nope i don't want to do this and you know the mom was like thank goodness because now she's in an, a different occupation she's doing incredibly well but she learned that as a junior in high school mm-hmm. rather than her and her family paying the money to put her through nursing she's like I don't know that she would have realized that nearly as soon otherwise so we're supposed to be in this for the kids and and sometimes we forget it's easy to get lost in all the other stuff but I think those are the moments that I realize that's that's why I do this 
Last question for you. You referenced the staff. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about where do you recruit staff to teach at a career center? I mean, some of them are pretty obvious, straightforward, but yeah. some of the disciplines, you know, where do we get individuals with the expertise to teach? It's getting harder and harder. All of my teachers come from industry. They have to have hours in the field. Mm-hmm. So in industry, quite frankly, they can make a lot more money. So it becomes very difficult to get them. But what's interesting is I just hired an automotive instructor. He actually took the class, took automotive with us years ago. My automotive instructor, he did some other things in life and saw the position opened and thought, you know what, I just want to share what I know, what I learned and referenced when I was interviewing him that this class meant a lot to me. It was, it was the foundation for everything he went on and did. And so now it, at 30 something years old, he's coming back to pass on um, what he knows. So those are, those are great moments too. It's just, they have to have a passion for it because they can make more in industry sometimes, but that moment of making the difference for a student, I think is what captures them and keeps them. That's great. That's great. Well, Tara, I want to thank you for taking the time to visit with us today. I think you've provided a lot of great insight into what LACC is, what it provides for our students, and uh, the opportunities that are there. So thank you again for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of ROE 17 Pod. To learn more about ROE 17, please visit www.roe17.org or follow us on our social media channels. ROE 17 Pod is produced and edited by Victoria Padilla. We hope that you join us for our next episode.